0: Ladies, gentlemen, geeks of all ages, you are now entering BJ Shay's Geek Nation.
1: Welcome. Yes, welcome to BJ Shea's Geek Nation. I'm the Reverend Fuego. Across from me is Vicky Barcelona. Hello. Show's namesake, BJ Shea, is right here. I'm very surprised to be here myself. Oh yeah, and you're not the only one. Joey D's is on assignment, so I'm running the boards on today's show. Speaking of boards, BJ's gonna talk about some board games. Board and games. We will get into the Umbrella Academy. By the way, if you don't have enough summer shows, there's another mm. one that's back. We've also, we're going to talk Stranger Things because we need to talk about this full part one of season four, get BJ's thoughts on that, of course talk about Superman and Lois and The Flash, and then we'll get to the Geek Sheet with Vicki B. Vicki, how can people get a hold of us?
2: Get a hold of us via our website, bjgeeknation.com. com. It's going to have our blogs, podcasts, and more. More. Or just search <laughs> BJ Chase Geek Nation on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, iTunes, and the Odyssey app. So,
1: Many ways to get a hold of us, and apparently BJ's in a singing mood. I don't know what I don't know what well, you're drinking over there, buddy.
0: Well, listen, I'm I'm, I'm drinking the happy stuff.
1: <laughs> the happy stuff. Well, hopefully that's uh, something you're drinking when you're playing some board games. I know uh, usually when you're on assignment out there, you're uh, testing out playing some board games with uh, some of your uh, friends over at the Omega Gamers and maybe uh, your nemesis Sean. Uh, so many more as well. Uh, a lot of people hanging out with you playing them board games. Uh, what uh, what reviews are
0: uh, throwdown? do you want to talk about with this, man? Well, I'd say one of the big games that uh, finally fulfilled on Kickstarter, and so people have been talking about it because it is just gorgeous. As a matter of fact, some are saying this is just a ridiculously overly produced game, but who doesn't <laughs> want it? Uh, and our, our buddy Berkey, basically, he, he was he was commissioned to make a board game mat that would fit his, his tables so that you could just throw this game right on the board game mat. Whoa. Uh, yeah, and so it's a it's, it's, it's awesome. It's a game called Foundations of Rome, and yeah, they, they had their own mat designed to, to fit the uh, Game Toppers game tables, uh, and I happen to be the proud owner of one. Of course. (laughs) uh, Even though I don't have the game, I just thought the mat looked amazing, so I said, I want this. (laughs) Um, Please tell me at least somebody in your group has
1: uh, backed Founders of Rome.
0: Yeah, you know, if it's anything at all that involves uh, sort of, you know, uh, uh, Euro gaming in any way, shape or form, especially if it's like historic themed Euro gaming, uh, Josh is going to do it. And Fair. so yeah, just like, you know, I'll buy all the space games. And so he backed Foundations of Rome. And uh, this is a boy, Is this I mean, the, the components of this game are amazing. They've got these wonderfully washed buildings so that you really see every detail. And the idea is, is you are building a lot of stuff is you're building building up Rome, doing your own thing and uh, you're an architect and yes, you must compete to own land and build magnificent structures. <laughs> and so, uh, I mean, you're building all sorts of cool stuff, I mean, and um, and obviously what you build, I love a game like this because it's really easy. Uh, if you've ever played Bunny Kingdom, you, you know, <laughs> there's a there's a grid in this game of squares that each have, you know, uh, from the letters A all the way to letter H and then I think it goes oh. all the way down to the number 10. Okay, and yeah. So you, so you have that kind of grid, and then you will be dealt out cards in the game, and then there will be an offer row, similar, almost like a deck-building offer row, where there'll be more grid cards available. And you're trying to basically get cards so that you can get cards in formations, and, and, and if you will, a Tetris Geometric-like setup, so that you can place certain buildings down that will take up, you know, like uh, two spots over, two spots oh, down, okay, that kind of yeah. a thing. yeah. And uh, of course, though, the the spots are instead of just uh, like having Tetris pieces, the spots are just these gorgeous buildings that will take up those places so that as you're building your board, it looks like you're building up Rome with these beautifully washed pieces. And there are also these sort of wonders you can build as well, these wonderful structures that will do stuff. And like any good game, uh, you know, the more buildings you build, you, you know, depending on the kind of buildings you build, you're going to, you know, be good at military, I, I should say at politics, or you'll be good at making money, or you'll be good at scoring victory points uh and uh, so you and really it's just you know, you've got income you got a market you got some ownership you got to do and uh, square grid and tile placement for the mechanisms of the game and uh it's a uh, it's a good game it's easy to learn But, you know, it's one of those games where, man, the components do make a difference because you're just looking at this awesome stuff that you're getting to put on the table. That's a lot of the thing that really helps
1: kind of that immersion factor, too, especially when you're doing a game like you're building like actual architecture for something like Rome. That will help you get into the game so much more than just either. I mean, and, you know, no offense to any meeples or anything along those lines, but having that gets you a little bit more immersion.
0: And if you're wondering, hey, uh, okay, yeah, you say you like it, but, I mean, is it really a good game? Well, Dice Tower has it in their Dice Tower Essentials. It's also by famed designer Emerson Matsuchi. And uh, folks know that name if they know anything about board games. And uh, it is uh, put out by Arcane Wonders. And uh, I do believe if you miss the Kickstarter, you can do a pre-order special. Uh, The price is like a little under $100. But when you see the components, you'll be like, all right, this is is a game I can bring out. with, and and it's easy. It's a quick setup. That's beautiful. The way they have the storage, it is so easy to just pull out a tray and here are all your buildings. Let's go. Nice. Uh, And and it is a very beautiful looking game. It's got great board presence, as the kids say. Uh, So it's Foundations of Rome by Arcane Wonders. How many players does it play? Oh, that's a very good question, sir. Two to four. Okay, solid. So it doesn't get too crazy for turns. Uh, You know, really four is the sweet spot for so many games, and it really is for this one. Uh, Though though, uh, BGG says it's best at three, but we played four, and it was. It, I noticed no problem with that. Uh, it's getting an eight point two for a rating, so that's a good. That's thing. a pretty good rating, then. Yeah. So, nice. uh, Foundations of Rome. It's a. It's 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 a good one.
1: Awesome. Now, we need to get into some TV talk because uh, Vicky is very excited for this, Hmm. and I know that, BJ, you have seen the first episode. Season three of Umbrella Academy is back. This is where they have come back into time from being in, what, 1963 Dallas. They've come back to their, quote-unquote, present time, but now there's a Sparrow Academy as opposed to the Umbrella Academy,
0: and... First impression so
1: far, what do you guys feel about this?
0: Ooh. Well, I was I waited too long. I really wanted to binge watch uh, the first two seasons and I waited too long. And I was just starting going, Okay, I'm getting ready. And then I looked at the calendar, I go, Oh, great. It's uh the day before they're dropping the third season, and now I'm starting to try to binge watch all he of these. Wednesday. (laughs) Yeah, I'm such a knucklehead. Well,
1: Uh, I totally forgot about it until Vicky was like, oh, by the way, they've dropped this. And I'm like, I'm watching all of my other shows. I completely forgot about this one. I'll I'll binge this one later.
2: (laughs) It was legit for me because I still haven't got a chance to watch Miss Marvel or the Orville. And I saw this. I was like, okay you already watch Kenobi, you watch The Boys, you're up to date on this, what are you going to do? And I binge watch, I watch like six episodes. Six episodes? Okay. It's I, a ten uh, episode series. I, yeah. It was good. <laughs> yeah, she's I right. I don't mean, know what happens. I watched two episodes.
0: I was able to get two in because I stayed up a little too late because I was like, oh, I need <laughs> to see what's going on. Um, and yeah, it's. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm already loving season three. I, I just love what they do with the characters. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Vicky, you've seen more than I have. What's really fascinated me about this is we get to see more of Hargreaves because in this particular one, and it's not much of a spoiler because you'll find out pretty quickly, uh, Hargreaves is not dead. When we, of course, first watched yeah. the Umbrella Academy from season one, they all meet because he's dead. In this, um, you know, with the Sparrow Academy, he's not dead. And, of course, it's not a spoiler because it was last season. We saw him. Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, this is fascinating because... I'm noticing Hargreaves in this one we also had a reveal I think you forget if you didn't watch the you know if you didn't watch the catch up, Vicky I think you might forget uh, mm-hmm. the origins of heart like the, the secret behind Hargreaves well
2: I, I read the comics too they, yeah. they, they, they the way they did it was very similar the, the look or the screenshot or whatever of it is very similar to what they did in the comics
0: which is so weird the way he's behaving so far I'm only two episodes in the way he's behaving so far with uh, this season three I'm I'm really paying attention to that story. It's almost like they don't want me to, but I'm like, I feel like I should be looking over here. Cause this is very bizarre. What's going on over here. Um, and, but I, I'm really liking it. Vic, how about you?
2: Oh, I'm very much enjoying it. Like, I love that. It's like, it's going to different places because, I mean, like we've said a million times, it's nothing like the comics because they honestly, they could not. No, no, they cannot. <laughs> too much money and too much brain power would go into trying to even decipher what the hell is going on. And even the first few episodes kind of felt like that. I'm like, where are they going with this? What's going to happen? What's this? What's that? And they're just knocking it out of the park. I I love all the characters. Number five is still killing it. Uh, <laughs> and they did a, like, obviously we know that uh, – Elliot Page has come out and uh, said that they are transgender and they kind of influenced that in the show and they did a really good job the way they did it and explained it. And I really... Yeah, it
0: was it was a good transition, <laughs> mm-hmm. um, which is definitely not in the comics for for the character of Vanya, uh, but I think it was perfect because mm-hmm. of the fact that Vanya was basically treated like an outcast, an outsider, and never really fit in and never really felt like uh, that she belonged in the family. So it's actually you know for for something that happened in Elliot's life, I felt like wow, what a great character to play because it's a perfect it's it's a perfect development for the character
2: and the way that they described it as well, like really ties in from a piece from the, the previous season.
1: Wow, yeah. nice. Mm-hmm. Awesome. So so definitely both of you guys seem very excited about this. I know we'll probably get into a deeper dive once um, we have all binged it mm-hmm. and let all of our geek nationals catch up on all of that. But The
0: Sparrow Academy, by the way, I love.
1: Yeah, yeah. Uh, Do yeah. They, yeah. Really
0: digging the Sparrow Academy. Vicki, you're a little bit deeper. Do they explain the gelatinous cube
1: or is it just a cube thing?
0: Well, it's just a cube. There's a gelatinous dude and, like, a, a blobby-looking dude, and then just the cube. Oh, so those are two different things? Yeah, yes. those are so two okay.
2: different the, the cube is Christopher, and the blobby-looking dude is Alfonso, and I was sitting there like, who the hell is this actor? Who's this actor? I'm like, I know him, and he played, like, a main, like, heartthrob character or whatever in Degrassi back in the day. So I was like, oh, it's Craig. That's not really his name. That's well, so that's
0: who plays Alfonso? Yeah. Wow, you wouldn't even know because of obviously the makeup because mm-hmm. he doesn't look like he's a heartthrob at all.
1: Oh, that's another good question on yeah. that. So the, the, the effects and all of that seem to be top notch at this point?
2: Oh, yeah. It's not like other shows where you can tell the money's running out. <laughs> um, I don't. I, I want to go in and see if there is anything about a season full like but I don't want to click anything and get it sp- anything spoiled for me. Yeah, don't do yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, wait till you uh, finish
1: it then. But,
2: the, but I, w- I will say that when it looks on IMDb, usually it says like the year it started and then a dash and then nothing as if if there's more going on. Um, but this says 2019 through 2022. So I don't know if this is going to be the last season or if they're hoping for another one, if they're going to leave it open a little bit. I'm guessing that might be a thing they do. Like they kind of wrap it up but leave it open.
0: Right, we have it, okay. yeah. Okay. We neither one of us have seen it, uh, but it is. Uh, but I love these characters, so I'll be sad if this is all we get out of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and I, I, I do, do love them. But then again, with Robert Sheehan who plays Klaus, you know what? How many, oh, how many dear. scenes are you going to get out of him anyway? Because he leaves a show sometimes. He's like, I'm done with it. I don't. I'm out. Uh, <laughs> e- even even that e- with going
2: into one show, right? With
0: Misfits. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's, that's it. You know, you know, it's like, man, this is uh, his bread and
2: butter, man. Because he tried The Mortal Instruments, and that movie didn't do great. Yeah. Um, Oh, so this, yeah. is, this is this is this is this thing.
0: <laughs> Vicky's right. I'm seeing a picture of Jake Epstein, uh, Epstein who plays uh, Alfonso, and mm-hmm. the dude, man, it's amazing the makeup they put on him to make him look unattractive. Oh yeah. Wow. <laughs> um, yeah. There's, uh, you know, and uh, you know, we, there's a, there's a great mystery character in this, and I can't remember the dude's name, but he's been in Battlestar Galactica, and uh, he's the he's the dude, he's the older dude, Vicky, uh, who had the the suitcase, and he's uh, uh, listening to all those cassettes. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. Uh, He's he's been in a lot of things, but he was in Battlestar Galactica, and I cannot think of his name at the time, so I'm I'm just... I'm, yeah, I'm just, uh, but I know he's going to be a somebody. As somebody uh, ends up getting a little romance, by the way. Uh, oh. And not somebody that had a romance from season two. Uh, you know, and, uh, oh, man, there's all sorts of development, family development going on, you know, all about, there's there's, there's children missing, then there's children who, you go, who the heck, who, whose child is this? All sorts of stuff. And then, you know what, there's also maybe like, let's go back and see if we can find an origin story. Uh, and then you're like, whoa, wait a minute, what the hell is this? about. And uh, even uh, good old mom. Good old mom is acting sketchy. Oh, uh, forgot about mom. Yeah, And the
2: actor you were thinking of is Callum Keith Rennie. Yeah, Winnie? I think that, yeah, yeah,
0: exactly. Yeah, I think that's exactly, yeah, that's, uh, yeah, there he is right there. He is on my list. Son of a gun, I didn't recognize he him. He does
2: a really <laughs> good job.
0: Yes, uh, he, yeah, and, and you've seen more than I mm-hmm. have, but I've already seen enough to go, this, uh, I, I don't know who this guy is, but he's got to be a somebody. If
2: that name sounds familiar, he also, I guess, was in The Man in the High Castle, Memento, oh. and Californication.
0: Oh, interesting. Yeah, he uh, he was also in the and I can't think of the name when they did the Jumper, but the remake of Jumper on uh. Uh, on uh, Google TV uh, when YouTube our YouTube TV when they did Impulse. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, he was in Impulse. He was in that. Oh, no, um, he was
2: also in Jessica Jones.
0: Hmm. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, yeah. a so, lot of stuff. Uh, got um, some nerd cred right there. You recognize him, and you go, "I know this dude." Right? <laughs> Usually, he's not a good guy, <laughs> or, or he sometimes at least is a a, a a good a bad guy with a heart sometimes. But he's yeah, you recognize him. But yeah, the Sparrow Academy's fantastic. Uh, love uh, you know, and, and big. You got to got to give uh, Justin Min, who's done a great. He he really makes Ben look like a jerk, uh, <laughs> Nice. As, or yes. as they would call him, a Richard head. Uh, and, <laughs> uh, and it's. Uh, yeah, I uh, and Lila's back, of course, uh, from season two. Uh, she was she was the one that could duplicate everybody's powers, if you remember. Oh yeah, yeah. So she's back, and boy, she she brings a well, she brings a gift. Let's just say <laughs> that. Uh, and uh, oh my gosh, it's. It's so Umbrella Academy, and number five, again, is still the man. That's awesome. Yeah, Uh, yeah, or still almost the man.
1: (laughs) You can catch catch that on Netflix. Another thing on Netflix is right now you can see Stranger Things. Uh, Well, Stranger Things Season 4, Volume 1 is now streaming, and a trailer dropped because Volume 2 is dropping on July 1st, which is just a couple of days away. Stranger Things Volume 2 is going to consist of only two episodes, but they're feature-length. Episode 8 is going to clock in at one hour and 25 minutes with the grand finale being two and a half hours long.
0: All right, so that's, uh, doing my math, like four episodes.
1: Yeah, so that's still a lot of episodes. They've got to kind of finish out what they've been doing. Since we have all seen this, there will be spoilers for Stranger Things, possibly, just because that's how we're going to talk about it. But how do you guys feel about this season? I didn't, personally, I didn't expect them to come to a satisfying conclusion because this is just a part one of a season, and yet... After watching it, I was like, no, this is a good spot for them to stop and take a little mm-hmm. bit of a break and kind of let me gather myself at this point to get ready for what's going to be coming up in these last two episodes. Because
2: the thing with Netflix is because they drop all their shows at once, all the episodes at once with any of their shows, you need to captivate a person to keep binging. Mm-hmm. And every episode of every show, whether it's Umbrella Academy or Stranger Things, they leave off. You're like, dang it, I got to watch another one right <laughs> now. Yep. Who cares if I don't get any sleep? Mm. And that is exactly what they did episode after episode. And you're right. Like at the last episode, they're like, OK, oh, hey, this is nice. Do I want my, do I want the next part? Hell, yeah, I do. But they did do a good job.
1: Yeah. And that was one of the things it was like, OK, I do want the next ones and I'm happy that it's happening so quickly. But also I'm like, OK, you know what? If this was going to be one of those dreaded six month waits for the next ones, I wouldn't have been completely mad about that
0: either. All right, I am today years old, and I just figured this out. I did not Ooh. know this, and maybe you guys have already talked about this, but I'm just going to bring it up. Oh, here we go. Uh, Robin, I had no idea who she was. Yeah.
2: I had famous no mom and dad.
0: I didn't know she was a famous mom and dad person.
1: Wait, wait, wait. I Maybe I don't know this.
2: You don't know? The, the oh. actress? Yeah, did oh we talk God.
0: about this? Um, probably. You, you, be, you, you must have. I, if Vicki knows, I can't believe. It. Well, her, her her full name is Maya Thurmanhawk. Oh! Oh!
2: Uma Thurman and Ethan Hawk's daughter. I
1: did not know this. I I am as well today, years old,
0: finding this out. Well, I saw. Yeah, I mean, I
2: saw. Okay,
1: so she's got some acting, uh, some uh,
0: genes in there. Ethan, of course, was just in Moon Knight. Uh, yeah, you know, and so, uh, and of course, he's been in a lot of stuff. And then Uma Thurman's done a couple of things. Oh, just uh, a couple of you. Yeah. So, wow. There you go. Uh, you know, talents in the family. What are you going to do? You know what I'm saying? Because, <laughs> because, uh, yeah, Maya's doing such a great job as Robin. Really, really, yes. uh, and. You know, I don't know how many acting lessons she had, or if it's just a lot of just God-given talent from those from the two parents. <laughs> um, I didn't even know that Ethan and and and, and, and Uma were a thing. Back I in had the day, no idea. I had no idea. So. Well, bottom line is is that uh, that's what we learned today. I, I'm loving it. Uh, you know, I mean, there were parts of last uh, season three I was like, yeah. Parts of season two I was like, yeah. You know, season one, of course, I was like uh, loving it, like everybody. Uh huh. This season, I don't know, man. It's just like I love all of it. In. And I wasn't too sure about the Russian part of the season, you know, yeah. with, with all that. But uh, obviously, Brett Gelman, who plays Murray, is great. And, and, and so he and, good, dude. So. <laughs> he, he and Winona are so good together. Yeah, and, and then Hopper and his, you know, him with the prison guard. Uh, I have to say, I, I I started loving that. Though I kept thinking, and Vicki, maybe you're about to say this, but Hopper in prison just kept reminding me of one thing.
2: Oh, this isn't what I was going to say, but I'm assuming Black Widow. Exactly. was yeah. oh, like, I kept yeah. thinking. Yeah. It's like it's
0: Red Guardian. <laughs> yeah. It's, 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 that's it's all. I, was, I kept thinking. Like, wait, is there going to be a helicopter? And is, uh, you know. You're is, right. Yeah. Yeah. That's all I kept thinking. But I'm like, I'm not going to let that go. Uh, no, well, the yeah. thing
2: that I have been, <laughs> that's been getting me is Murray, the guy who plays Murray, does a voice on an animated Netflix series. And that's all I hear. <laughs>
0: Oh yeah, you're right. That's true. He yeah, plays he, a
2: character named Magic Mike on Inside Job.
0: Yeah, he does. You're right. And I totally I made that connection too recently. I was like, I kept hearing I kept hearing both of them, but go, God, you're familiar, but where from? And then I would listen watch Stranger Things and go, God, you're familiar, but where from? And then finally I was watching <laughs> like the season finale of Inside Job, which finally. by the way is a great great show. I know. I, I'm the one that recommends the show to you and it took me longer to watch it. I
2: binged it like tw- 20 million times. It's, qu-
0: it's a great show. I, I finally gave Vicky a show to watch. Uh, but yeah, I um Man, I, I, yeah, I, I, I love the origin story. You know, you knew as soon as you saw that special guard. And I can't remember. Can you guys remember back to season one? Was there? And I, I feel like Umbrella Academy. Go. Was there a number one? I, I mean, I don't remember everybody's number. I don't know think there was, so. Yeah. So, I mean, the idea—you knew something was up because. The, the head dog was number two. I like, well, whatever happened to number one? And I'm like, ah. Oh. Oh. So I thought right off the bat that number one. See, I
2: was confused when you said prison guard. I thought you meant Dimitri, the one in Russia. Oh, I
0: think no, the the no, orderly. The, no, 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 no. The orderly. I orderly. The no. orderly. No. Yeah, the orderly, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah you're right. Which yeah. so uh, I didn't, uh, it, it, it
1: didn't yeah. It didn't click for me until the end of the, uh, uh, it was getting towards the end of the last episode. And I saw, because we I run it with subtitles, and I saw orderly, and I'm like, you know, he's been in this a lot not to have a name. And I was like, yeah.
2: oh, wait. Okay. No, I, I yeah. got it basically when he said, oh, I knew number one. And I was like, it's yeah. got to be him. Oh,
0: yeah. Good call. Yeah. Yeah, he's, yeah, exactly. And when he's giving tips and everything and I mean, I didn't know who he was after. I yeah. just figured he was number one, but that's an interesting thing to have him connected to all of this. Cause I wondered how is Vecna going to be connected to all this? Mm-hmm. You know, the Ooh, that idea so that cool. he did these murders way back in the day, supposedly. And then, you know, here it is like 20, 30 years later. How do you know? And yet they did it. They made the connection. They've tied everything in so well together. And then also the aspect of these kids are all growing
1: up. So they're now high schoolers with high school problems. I thought, Oh, this is gonna be dumb. I'm gonna hate it because I really love them as like, I don't know, like 12-year-olds or whatever the hell they were, you know, little kids at that point. And I was like, it's gonna, it's there's gonna be something that is taken away from this, and yet it hasn't. We've seen them grow up and we've followed them as the as it's been going along, and somehow it still worked. I'm still super invested in these kids, and I think that's what's just making again. This is one of the most popular shows Netflix has ever had, and it makes sense because it's so. So well done.
0: And I have to tell you, man, they've grown up so much. I was, I thought for sure they got a different actor to play Lucas because I just totally didn't recognize him. That he is like, he is completely just Dude, like puberty. filled out and kids. He's, yeah, just he looks do like that, a man. super adult, you know, what I mean? as opposed to this gangly looking skinny kid that I had to go back and check and go, I think they switched actors. Cause I mean, they've done it in other shows, like in our show Sense 8, they switched actors, oh, yeah, uh, yeah. you know, with one of the characters. So I'm like, okay, maybe they did the same thing. It's like, no, it's the same guy. I'm like, wow, he, the rest of them all look like, okay, I can see them and that, but I was right. like, I really have a hard time seeing Lucas. That kid is like, he's long bottomed. <laughs> <laughs> this
1: show, this show is A plus. I love it. And so I uh, definitely excited to see what's going to happen when July 1st rolls around with volume two for the end of the season. Now we need to move on to regular television. And I don't know, sometimes when I mention the C-dub,
0: it's followed by uh, that, uh, that noise right there. Uh, well, well, I mean, I, I yeah, I, I, look, the C-dub is the C-dub. Yeah. Uh, I still like <laughs> Superman and Lois uh, because it, 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 I think it's, you know, it's the most adult show out of all of the shows. So, I mean, they've got young people on there, but they also have people closer to my age. <laughs> uh which would actually <laughs> like be <Superman>? sam <laughs> sam lane uh yeah well superman doesn't age really that as like everybody else but you're right he's probably closer to my age but sam lane the grandfather is probably the guy I can oh, relate to. okay uh, you know the stodgy guy that's just like rah 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 you know just barking at everybody uh yeah but um so yeah superman and lois though it's a, it's a pretty good it's it's going pretty good soups lost his power uh yeah There's this woman from the bizarro world. A lot of folks don't like how they handled the bizarro world. But she's trying, to, she's trying to merge the worlds and she's stolen Superman's power. He is completely powerless. Oh, wow. And uh, and his son, uh, Jordan, just doesn't quite know how to use his powers yet, so he keeps getting his ass kicked by everybody that comes over from Pizarro World. <laughs> and uh, so she's trying to merge both worlds. She wants basically everybody to become one, which means you're gonna like, you're dead, pretty much. And you'll yeah. merge with your other self if you have another self to merge with. And uh, it's not looking good. And, of course, everything is backwards and it's like the Earth the square, so everything that we round is square. Everything that is frontwards is backwards, you know, like Bizarro World. So totally. Got this, yeah. Got this square earth coming to smash into this round earth. And so it's not looking good, man. It's not looking good. But it's still enough uh, intriguing enough for you on that end. Yeah, it is. I like that man because That's the cool. adults are talking some of the time.
1: <laughs> when it's the kids not all are just talking, teen problems.
0: Yeah, and you know there are some storylines where I just go, "Why is this person here?" And there's <laughs> one person who I just don't think can act to save their life. So Aww. I always fill in the lines. Is there anything I can get you? And I'm always going, "Yeah, acting lessons." <laughs> you know. I, I won't name the uh, actor or actress's name because I don't want to be too cruel. But yeah, it's. I still think it's worth a watch you know i think it's 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 well done for a c-dub show and um you know and 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 so yeah but it is compared to the other shows we watch though it's tough i'm just gonna say like how is how's the flash working out for you well, did you want to bring that up? I mean, the, uh, <laughs> I don't know if people are going on vacation. I don't know if people want to break from the show. But, you know, people leave for it's like a soap opera. You know, it's just like, I'm going to leave for a couple of reasons. Oh, I don't want to be on the no, show that yeah. much. Here I am on a screen. Talk to me for 20 seconds. Um, so, yeah, flashes, flash. And <laughs> it is just, you know, it's just massively contradictory. You know, on a show where how do you, uh, you, you got to make somebody weak so that they can actually have a threat in their life. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, if they turn bad, they all of a sudden become this big badass that you go, wow, where were these powers when you were good? Oh, and yeah, then yeah, once yeah. they become good, they go, oh, I don't know how to use these powers like this anymore. And you're like, this is so bad. But that's just, it just yeah. reminds
1: me of uh, Avatar The Last Airbender when Zuko finally turns onto the good side and is like,
0: I've lost all my firepowers. I'm like, dude, you used to blow stuff up. I know it's, uh, it, but but that's what they have to do in order to make them more like beatable, I suppose, yeah, and yeah. have a threat that can come get them. And yeah, it's uh, all about the Speed Force and Iris. Uh, Flash's girl, his wife, is missing again. And but it looks like though she's missing because somebody's actually made her missing as opposed to somebody being innocent about it like I don't know what's going on with her I hope I can help her even though I am the master of time and, <laughs> made, and you're like wow you can't do anything about it no she's got a time sickness and I'm the master of time can't do anything about it at least there's a reason which looks like the master of times being an a-hole after all
1: Oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> I can't and, help
0: you because I'm uh, a jerk
1: yeah but I don't <laughs> want you to th- think I'm a jerk that's a so fine uh, enough answer right there yeah, with that though
0: so, so there you go I haven't, uh, I haven't watched the latest episode of The Flash it's called World's War Bizarre so I don't know uh, i'm not that actually that was a superman the Lois episode i don't even uh the i think it's the negative something part one that i've missed oh okay yeah so the negative force maybe it's called i uh you know it's we got you know, and everybody gets a redemption. Eobarthon, the Reverse Flash, somehow gets brought back and now he's a nice guy. Instead <laughs> okay. of a yellow suit he has a yellow tie, falls in love with this nice woman and apparently he's a good guy now, even though the other Eobarthon and there's like 50, you know, the, you know, with all the Flash points and all yeah. the planets and all the whatever, crisis in my mother-in-law's house. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what's happening, but People are nice and then they're not nice. And this drama flash.
1: I just like, I, yeah, I'm just, I'm, I'm very intrigued every time. I want to bring it up every time just because I get to this oh, point. And it's yeah. kind of entertaining every time. Oh, so yeah. just oh, expect that as we're going along. But God now, help me. Now I'm still watching it. We do have to move on to The Geek Sheet with Vicki B. All right, Vicki, what's going on? It's a new week, it's a new geek sheet.
2: <laughs> so we've talked about before. Like a really like a fun fact about the fifth element, how Corbin Dallas never actually crosses paths with Zorg and, you know, in the movie, the hero and the villain. They almost did like one goes into the elevator while the other one comes out. And that (laughs) was as close as they got. (laughs) I didn't realize there was a bunch more movies that actually had the same scenario, like where the hero and the villain never meet. Oh, okay. So Ranker came out with a list of all these. And of course, the number one was uh, Corbin and uh, Zorg.
1: Well, that makes a lot of sense on that.
2: Uh, But I think people just kind of assume it has to be like a true villain as opposed to like an antagonist. Uh, Uh, So the second one on the list is uh, the Truman Show. Like Truman never actually sees the director who shaped his entire life.
1: I guess that makes sense. Yep.
2: Mad Max deals with uh, Immortan Joe's forces, but he never actually, you know meets the emperor himself or has to face off with him.
1: Wow okay yeah I'm trying to think I'm trying to think of these different ones that might actually have that as well now oh man okay yeah I like that one though because yeah it's really rolling around just with like his kids who are chasing him and chasing uh, uh the sisters as they're going through the desert.
2: All right. Now uh, is,
0: now, does it have to be physically meet because mm, I have one in my head I think. I think, uh, it, I
2: think it's the next one I have a feeling okay, so right. go ahead and say it
0: Uh, would it be Wrath of Khan
2: yes oh
0: good call yeah Yeah, they never never physically meet they're never
2: uh, in the same room even though they talk a lot in Star Trek 2 the Wrath of Khan
0: that yeah,
1: is, this is such a good a... movie, too, man. <laughs>
0: yeah. no. You um. gotta come down here. You keep missing the target. You must come down here. Come. <gasps> no, got it. I spit at thee. I spit at thee.
1: Wow, I guess I don't need to watch it now. No, you've got it now. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> he never left
0: his post, Captain. <clears throat> he just died there.
2: <clears throat> uh, so <clears throat> there is. Uh, so remove the trek and think of another yeah. star movie. Da 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 so Star Wars. Mm-hmm. It's uh, not that these characters oh. never meet? They just didn't actually meet, or were in the same room together in this movie.
1: Oh, oh, so, gosh, maybe Luke and Vader in uh, A New Hope.
2: Yeah. Uh, okay. Uh, yeah. Luke Skywalker sees Darth Vader from a distance, but that's as close as they get in Star Wars: A New Hope.
1: Interesting. Yes. Yeah. Wow. I-, I wouldn't have even thought about that until you just said in this movie sort of things. So I'm like, well, they totally right. meet each other, but that wasn't until uh, Empire Strikes Back.
2: You don't. Yeah. yeah you don't and- really think of it that way.
0: Yeah, pretty much everybody in the Emperor until the third movie. Yeah, yeah.
2: Uh, So, okay, let's think more fantasy. Okay. And a big franchise had a crap ton of movies.
1: So I'm thinking Lord of the Rings. Yes. Oh, very good. And I'm thinking, well, The Hobbit and Sauron.
2: Yeah, nobody, none of the heroes actually ever get to meet Sauron.
1: Oh yeah, well, actually, Sauron. Yeah, I was yeah. just thinking Sauron, the white, the evil white wizard. But yeah, Sauron. No one sees anything other than the big eye in the sky.
2: Like, yeah, but they never actually uh, interact yeah. with him. Yeah, because Sauron was the the evil wizard, but he yeah. does fight with uh, Gandalf at some yeah, point. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. And he's played by he was played by uh,
0: Christopher Lee, who was an legend. evil Jedi too. Damn it, that's Darth right. Piranus. And
2: Dracula, yeah. Bond, like, <laughs> and not, not the real Bond. I think his. I think I read it was like his step cousin. Wrote James Bond based off of him or something like that. Oh really? Granted, I read on like on a on a picture, so take that <laughs> with a grain of salt. Um, how about Braveheart?
1: So I know it was like, well, it was, I know William Wallace, mm-hmm. but I don't remember like the antagonist of that other than it's just the English.
2: Well, they're fighting against, they're the rebellion against uh, England's King Edward the First. Oh yeah, he never but gets to he, see the king. He never actually gets anywhere near the king. That makes
1: yeah. sense. Yeah.
2: But I never thought that there was enough movies to make this a thing. <laughs>
0: yeah, right? Well, right? guess what? <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, it is. It is pretty cool when you think about it. Um, I don't forget, too. I mean, the, they weren't antagonists, but like, you know, Pacino and De Niro never really got to meet in The Godfather since, mm. of course, it was a flashbacky thing.
1: Right. And then, yeah. I mean, even with uh, Pacino and De Niro, it was the funny thing because uh, I, the movie Heat was touted as the first time that these two actors shared the screen. But behind the scenes, they were actually—they never actually were in a scene together. They were like movie magic did it. But every scene they shot was back and forth, where they were never actually on set at the same time. Movie I know it's movie magic. I know it's not the same as this, but mm. it's still one of those really kind of interesting like movie t- uh, tidbits.
2: And another one where that happened, where it was a f- only time we see them together is a flashback, is a movie that not a lot of people really cared about. The Born Legacy. This is the one with Jeremy Renner playing Aaron Cross. So Matt Damon stepped away from playing Jason Bourne. He's playing Aaron Cross. Uh, and so he was the founder, Eric Buyer, played by Edward Norton, targets him for elimination. Cross has to run for his life. But you never see Edward Norton and Jeremy Renner together except for a flashback.
1: Yeah, that's kind of the interesting sort of aspect on that when it gets down to it as well.
2: Well... And let us know if there's any that we missed. And until next time, stay nerdy.